What is going on, everybody? This is Dan Goodman of the Business of Strength podcast. If this is your first time tuning in, we appreciate it. It's likely that you saw it on social media or a friend or family member sent it your way. So our biggest ask is that if you enjoy the show, share it with others. And five-star reviews are always near and dear to our heart. So without further ado, today's episode is <clears throat> real-time. I had a gym owner who is a seasoned gym owner uh, not in the strongest year program, heard us on a podcast and I uh, reached out and was like, Hey, you know, I've, um, I'm in business, you know, this is a fitness professional has been in business for, for 10 years. And in the last three has really, um, it really worked his way out of the day-to-day -day training role. And I'm not saying that's good, bad, or indifferent, right? Like I, I'm, I'm not a, a, a coach that tells you that if you're coaching others, like that's a bad thing. I think most coaches get into coaching because they like coaching and that's what you should do. I still coach every week because I like it. But this particular coach is like, Hey, you know what? I really want to focus on the business aspect of things. And now that I have this particular person, uh, Jim in New Jersey, they have two full-time coaches and part-timers. And the question was like, hey, I don't know what to do with my time. And more specifically, once they when they said that, they're like, hey, I don't know what to do with my time, so I'm just going to go open another gym. And I'm like, well, <clears throat> that's a good idea. Like, that's really the reason why the person was on the call. They're like, hey, we saw you open another gym. We want to open one too. I'm like, okay, cool. So the first question was, you know, does your current gym make the amount of money that you that had hoped it to make? And his answer was no. I was like, well, why is that? And he's like, I think it's because my role is unclear as to like what I'm supposed to do. So I'm just going to go try and open another one and invest all my time and energy into that one. I said, hey, look, if you do that before the first one's maximized, it's the, the likelihood of the first one retracting is high. So now you've got two big problems instead of one. And, you know, he, he bought into it and he understood. And I said, so there, there's, there's a couple things that you need to do specifically with your time from a strategic standpoint. And we're not going to get too in the weeds here. But if you are a uh, general manager of a gym, if you are a gym owner and you are past the startup phase and the startup phase as, um, as it applies to a gym is you're beyond doing 40 sessions a week. You're beyond doing payroll, marketing, all the sales, cleaning the gym. Uh, you've, you've gotten through that and now you might be doing some sessions. You have other coaches on, on staff. You might have a part-time operator or full-time operator that's handling all the logistics, billing, sales, uh, coordination of any like vendors that you have. Um, and you have somebody that's taking care of that, you've now gotten beyond the startup phase. And now, yeah, you absolutely have to time audit what you're doing and start focusing on the tasks uh, that have the highest return on investment in terms of time in your business. So there's three things that I told this gentleman he needs to be focusing on, three things. And the first thing is if you have others on your team the vision needs to be explicitly clear. Like where is the company going? And like down to like the number of the amount of clients you want to have. And why does that positively impact the members on your team? Right? Assume they know nothing. And you need to reiterate the vision and re reiterate the mission as 
often as possible. Like people should be sick about hearing about it all the time. Right. That's the first thing. Uh, but that that that's not even part of the 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 three steps here. But vision and mission, they're critical. In terms of how to allocate your time, the first way is you must be creating, right? You must be creating uh standardization in your business. So the the evaluation or the consult should be standardized, marketing campaign should be standardized. The meeting documents that you have every week should be standardized. How you evaluate team members, there should be some standardization. You should have a brand book, right? A brand book of how people talk about your business. If you're going to relinquish social media or emails or Facebook posting or somebody managing your member's Facebook page, there needs to be a brand book associated with your company. And who better to write it than to than for you to do that? All right. Um, in terms of price sheets, price sheets can't be all over the map. It needs to be universal. Um, and obviously, uh, there needs to be people on your team need to have clear accountabilities as to as to knowing like what's required of them in their specific job. And if that person moves on, like, do you even know what you're recruiting to get back onto your depth chart? Those are the types of things that you need to be creating. Those are the systems that you need to be creating and spend time evolving and making more efficient over the years. <clears throat> the second thing for a, uh, a leader of a business, uh, it, it's my professional opinion that a leader of a business can't ever stop selling that business. Now, you might remove yourself from the actual console or evaluation part of selling, but you are constant. Everything is selling. You have to constantly comes back to the vision, sell the vision to your team members. They have to be bought in as to why it's important and where you're going as a company. You should be making some type of an offer every single day. So this could be to another business, um, on how you can help. It could be to a local sports program to joint venture with. It could be to a former client. It could be to a uh, a, a current client to do a, a, um, a program that you know might have more value associated and improve their experience, such as a six-week transformation. But you should be making some type of offer of service every single day. You need to you need to water future opportunity all the time. So how do you do this? This is this is being a member of the chamber. This is doing public speaking engagements. This is doing a podcast. This is writing a weekly newsletter. Uh, you you have to be a community connector as a leader of a business. Uh, it is way easier to sell um, in a community when there is a face associated with a brand. If you don't like doing that, that's fine. It's just going to be way harder to sell a nameless, faceless business. Okay. So as the leader of a business, um, having a voice, having, it doesn't matter how you want to be heard. It could be on a podcast, could be video, could be uh, long form written, whatever you like to do. Um, you got to do more of that. All right. Um, and you have to keep score, right? Like you have to keep score as a leader of the business. And a lot of times you speak to um, like CEOs of gyms or whatever, whatever you want to call yourself, a chief reminding officer, GM, whatever you, whatever your title is, president. 
and they're measuring the wrong things. That person's still measuring and, and quantifying and validating with like number of sessions in a week, right? Or um, in terms of how many they've coached, uh, it, it's how many coaches are on their staff, things like that. What you need to be measuring uh, is what matters most. And in in our opinion, what matters most is capacity of the amount of people that come to your sessions the length of stay for the people that come to your gym, right? What your attrition percentage is. And then obviously a total number of members, right? Total number of members. And we measure those things in our business twice a week, Mondays and Fridays. So as a leader of a business, you don't ever stop selling. It might, it's not going to be day-to-day sales. And for a lot of people, I think this is one of the last things you should remove yourself from as your business is evolving is day-to-day sales. You really need to have the pulse on what's happening in the sales process. And I don't think anybody could sell the business, at least in the beginning, better than you can, right? Especially if you were a founder, uh, you were boots on the ground when it started, you're going to be able to sell that business exceptionally well. Um, It's in you. It's a part of you. But when you do train somebody up and you do remove yourself from it, you still need to be selling that business every day, whether it be to the people on your team, whether it, be, whether it be to the people that are already paying you money or whether it be to your community. And last but not least, we touched upon this a little bit just before is that you have to lead, right? You have to lead. And, and what does that mean? Leading means showing up to a meeting prepared, not showing up to a meeting and asking people, so what's going on? How are you feeling? You have to remove the feeling from the meetings. And the way to do that is keeping score, is keeping a meeting template, is keeping the focus, right? It's making sure that if you hire somebody full-time, you have to empower them to do a job and you need to be clear with the expectations and direct with holding them accountable. You have to be direct with holding them accountable. And if they're doing the job and they're hitting the metrics, then it's getting out of their way and letting them do their job effectively. Part of leading is also providing constant education opportunities. I know there's a lot of times coaches are, you know, they might be insecure about being the second best coach on their team or insecure about being the second best with the digital products that they have, such as like their point of sale or their nurture process. As you grow and as you develop, you should absolutely have members on your team that are better than you at certain segments of the business. And that is effective leadership. And that truly is finding unused capacity in your business. Because if you have somebody that you're paying full time, chances are if they get more efficient or they get clear of what the expectation is and it's the right person doing the right job, they're going to have more fulfillment in the workplace And they're also going to probably make the business more money and make themselves more money. And if the business makes more money, you make more money. So top to bottom, if you've gotten through the startup phase, congratulations. Now, I know we talked about four things. It was really supposed to be three, but the four things, it starts with the vision. Where's the company going and why is it important? Then it comes down to the three components, right? You need to be creating systems and and making sure that there's follow up that pe- there's adherence to them. Okay, you need to selling never stops. You're always selling your business. And three is leading the people on your team to be more effective 
uh, team members, and eventual leaders in certain categories in your business. If you could do those things and you can rinse and repeat them week after week after week, you will see the return on investment in terms of your time be far superior to anything else that you are doing in your business right now, like selling t-shirts, not saying that there's no time and place for it. We sell t-shirts too, but that's not a responsibility that I'm focused on, right? Like restocking uh, vending machine items, not worried about it, right? Not not worried about those things. Um, coaching every session all day, like doesn't happen, right? So um, as you make the decision to hire others, the reason why you're doing that is to scale, right? To scale, to grow bigger, or to put time back on your plate to do things that you want to do, such as not have to be at the gym till 9 p.m. So those are the ways in which you can do it. If you're struggling to figure out what to do with your time, start there. If you need some uh, recommendations on how to get more detailed in those components, you could shoot me an email at dan at varsityhousegym.com. And I'd be happy to book a free discovery call with you on how we can help. All right, everybody, hope you enjoyed this episode and have a great day. We'll see you later.